Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, A.J. Hogue, where A.J.'s more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's A.J. with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. I'm A.J. Hogue, the author of Effortless English. Learn to speak English like a native... I teach you, I train you, you speak English fluently, you speak English powerfully, you speak English confidently, you speak English effortlessly when you commit to my VIP program. You commit, don't quit, you commit to my VIP program right here at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Join my VIP program. Commit to my VIP program. You will get those results. EffortlessEnglishClub.com It's a wonderful life. That's our topic today. It's a wonderful life. It's a good statement. It's also the name of a movie, a classic movie. What has become, in the United States, what has become a classic Christmas movie? It's a Wonderful Life. I'm going to talk about that. We are live on YouTube. Good to see that Vladislav is here. All right, let's talk about it. I'm just waiting a few minutes as people join live. So, It's a Wonderful Life. Ah, Sirach is here also. Good to see you. Nice. It's a Wonderful Life is an old movie. Let me, I should look it up, right? I should give you some actual deep, real information about it. Let me look it on the internet. See, it's a Wonderful Life movie. It's an old movie. Well, I'll tell you the exact details. 1946. Okay, it's a movie from 1946. And it has Jimmy Stewart as the main actor in it. So, 1946, and a kind of a famous director, Frank Capra. Okay. It's a Wonderful Life. And what happened is, it has become a Christmas movie. It's, it's set into Christmas. It's not only a message about Christmas, really. But the movie is uh, the time that, you know, the story is happening during Christmas time. So what is it about? And why is it a, a special movie? Why is it such a nice movie? You know, it's much nicer than the garbage we get now from Hollywood, for sure. Let's talk about why. It's a Wonderful Life is the story of a guy, uh, I think his name is George, George, George Bailey. And essentially, it's, it's kind of a comparison, in a way, between two men. And they both own banks. They both own banks. So there's this one guy in the town, what's his name? Mr. Potter, I believe. And he owns a bank, kind of the bigger bank in the town. It's just kind of a small town, medium-sized town in America. And then Bailey, George Bailey, first his father, you know, created this little small bank, and then George, you know, takes over. He be He's the son. He's kind of young when the movie starts. And he becomes the owner of this small bank. And then what we see is that kind of we see his life going forward. And 
George, the the hero of the movie, he has kind of these dreams. He dreams about traveling the world. He wants to see the world. He wants to travel. He wants to have you know, an adventure. Right? So it's kind of this thing that keeps happening to him in the, sh- in the movie is that there's a point in his life, like when he's young, and he's getting close, getting close. He's planning to take his big trip, and then something happens, and he can't go. And then several years later, again, he, uh, he's planning to travel the world. He's planning his big adventure, and something happens, and he can't go. Right? And this happens a few times during the movie. Usually, it's something happens because of his the bank, the business. There's some problem with the bank or the business or some problem in his family. And he has to stay and he's, he has to stay behind, stay in the town, cancel his trip. He must cancel his trip to take care of his family or he must cancel his trip to take care of the bank, his business. Now, the other guy in the movie, who's kind of the bad guy, the villain, Mr. Potter, he also runs a bank. And he's, Mr. Potter is trying to control the whole town. He's trying to use the bank to gain power. And he he does gain a lot of power. He's quite powerful in the town. And he wants to destroy George's bank. He wants to destroy George's bank. He wants to take, he wants to buy it or destroy it. And so, what is, what, why is this movie positive? What's good about the movie? Well, what's great about the movie is that with George, the character George, it shows us a man who is virtuous, who is virtuous, who follows Dharma, who follows natural law, who follows logos. These are all words that mean essentially the same thing, right? Goodness, virtue. And it's, kind of, it's, it's actually quite interesting, because most, mostly you and I, most people now, we think of banks as very evil. And indeed, the big banks are evil. They control our governments, they control our companies, and these big banks are like Mr. Potter in the movie. They use money for power, and they are very, 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 very evil. And yet, what we see that even in this uh, business that traditionally was quite evil, or we think of as evil now, that we have George, who's running a family bank, a small bank, and we see in the movie how he uses the bank not for power. He does not use this bank for his personal power. He uses this bank to help people. He uses the bank to help his town, the people in his town, You know, he helps them if they have some emergency and they need some money. He helps them to buy their own house, right? He helps them, of course, with their savings. So we see that he's in this industry we kind of think of as not very good right now. You know, most bankers, especially the big banks, quite evil. But And yet we see with George an example of a man who is in this business. It's all about money. It's banks and money. But he does it in a way that is good. Right? He does it in a way that's virtuous because he's a kind and generous and good person. And we see in the movie that's, you know, many times he sacrifices profit, you know, extra profit. Many times he maybe not loses money, but he does not make money because he wants to help someone. 
So he makes decisions, not just money. He's not only focused on money. He's focused on helping people and using money to help people. And of course, Mr. Potter, the villain, he's the opposite. He uses money to control people. He is only focused on using money to get more and more power. And he uses money to hurt people. So this is the contrast during the movie. And what we see again and again with George is a very interesting message in the movie is that he sacrifices his personal, maybe his, his individual dream or desire. What does that mean? It means, right, he wants to travel the world. This is kind of his individual dream, his romantic idea to travel around the world free and having fun. But again and again and again in the movie, he has to make a choice, right? Because he's about to go on a trip and something happens maybe in his family. He has to choose. Do I travel and have fun, enjoy my dream, my individual dream, or do I stay home? Do I cancel my trip and help my family? He chooses to help his family. Another time in the movie, he's planning to go. He's planning his big trip. Finally, he has his, his dream. Go have fun. Travel the world. Something happens with the bank. The bank is, you know, has an emergency. He has to choose again. Do I stay? Do I help the business and my family and the town and the community? Do I let Mr. Potter take the bank? Or do I cancel my trip, cancel my individual dream to help my family my business, my community. And again, of course, he chooses the second one. And there's a point in the movie, it's similar, you know, it reminds me of Jerry Maguire a little bit. There's a point in the movie where he has a crisis, where he feels like his life is useless because his business, uh, basically, he thinks the business is going to fail. Right? It's very close to failing. There's another emergency, a big problem. It's not his mistake. It's one of his employees. I think it's his uncle actually makes a, a big mistake. And it could possibly destroy the business. And he begins to feel like, oh, my life is, uh, my life is a failure. I'm a failure. Right? All my life I had the dream of traveling the world and I never did it. I failed. And... I tried to create this bank and uh, be a good person and help people. And now the bank maybe is going to fail. My whole life is a failure. And he wants to kill himself. Actually, he tries to kill himself in the movie. And then the rest of the movie is about, you know, there's, it's a Christmas movie. So an angel, you know, God sends an angel. But not, not like a big angel with wings. Just like it's a an angel that looks like an old man. <laughs> but basically sends an angel, this old man, to show George that his life is actually wonderful. That's why the title, It's a Wonderful Life. To show George that he has, an, in fact, his actions have been a success. That yes, he failed to travel around and have fun. But on the other hand, he helped so many people. He helped so many people during his life so far. And so that most of the rest of the movie is him realizing this, starting to wake up, starting to realize that by 
serving and helping his family by being a good person by not trying to get power but instead trying to help people and indeed helping lots of people that that is the real source of goodness and happiness that in fact he has an amazing happy life he has a great family he's married he has wonderful children so he didn't so he failed he didn't get to travel around and have a good time but on the other hand he succeeded in much more important ways, in much deeper ways. And so this is the message of the movie. One of the key messages of the movie is that, you know, virtue and goodness and love and family are far more important than lots of money and traveling around and having fun all the time. It's a very, 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 very nice movie. One cool thing about this movie is there's no copyright on the movie now. I just I just read this that it's uh it's you know f- public domain we say so that means that there's no copyright. So, I'm thinking of doing this as our next movie club after Jerry Maguire. Like I said, it's kind of Christmas. It will be after Christmas because we're Jerry Maguire. We got delayed with Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire will take a while. But after Jerry Maguire, I think we'll do It's a Wonderful Life. The English is very clear, very good. The message is fantastic. It doesn't matter. It's a Christmas. The message is really universal. The message is good for any time of year. So I recommend if you if you're interested. Go ahead and see if you can find this movie. It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, It is a nice movie to watch at Christmas because it does teach a lot of the very good and traditional messages of Christmas. But more than that, I think you'll find it's a very positive movie. It makes you think more about your life, right? That the important thing is not the big exciting things. Those are nice. You know, I've traveled the world a lot. It's nice. I had good experiences, but um, but more important are my wife and my children, right? And trying to help you all and trying to help them. And I get a lot more happiness from that than taking another trip. So it's, it's, it's fine to have these fun dreams and it's fine to do them. You know, it's enjoyable. It's great. But we should just not forget. It's called, you know, we have to remember our priorities. Our priorities. Priorities mean what's most important and what's second and what's third and what's fourth. So, number four, it can still be good. You know, like if you want to run around and travel around the world, that's fine. But maybe it's number four. You have to remember number one. What is number one? You know, uh... Truth, goodness, beauty, family, love, God. You know, these are the top ones. We can't forget that. Sometimes we have failures in other areas of life, but if we remember those and focus on those, those top things, being good, focusing on what's good and beautiful and true, then we can still have happiness, even if we have some financial problem, like George in the movie. Even if we have some other disappointment. Oh, I had a goal and I failed. It happens, right? So it's about focusing on what is truly most important in life. That's what the movie's about. So again, the name of the movie, It's a Wonderful Life. Even the title is very nice, right? The idea that even if you have a hard time, even if life is tough, 
It's still a wonderful life. Don't forget that. Be grateful. Be grateful. George in the movie learns to be grateful for everything he has. Instead of just focusing on the one thing he didn't get, traveling around, instead of focusing on the stress, the possible failure of his business, he learns, you know, from the angel, he learns how to focus on everything in his life that is wonderful and great. And most of his life is wonderful and great. It's a great movie. Great movie. Very, very, very nice. You know, another, another nice Christmas movie is A Christmas Carol with, um, with another very, very wonderful positive message. Christmas Carol by Dickens, the, the original story by Dickens, and there have been many movie versions of it. Uh, maybe next Christmas we'll do that one. <laughs> but this, this year I want to recommend It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, thank you from the Twitter English Club $5 Super Chat. Thank you very much. It's a nice donation. I will use it for our show to keep our equipment going and everything like that. Thank you so much. All right, let's get into que uh, comments uh, about the movie or about anything. Umar said, no copyright means you can play it on YouTube. Let me research because YouTube... You know, YouTube is so terrible that even if you follow the law, they still will sometimes do bad stuff to you. But I could certainly do it on um, maybe on Twitch or DLive or another streaming service. I could do the whole movie. So that'd be cool. That'd be great. I think you would all enjoy that movie. It's very nice. It makes you feel good. Great. Uh, great messages and the English is good 1946 so it's still modern English they're not using a lot of slang which I think is good but it's conversational good solid normal conversational English with clear pronunciation yeah like Dalal says selfishness is something hated in the basic religions. We should replace it with sharing and helping each other in good times and bad times. Right. Exactly. Oh, good. Tata saw this movie last year in Russian. She says, great idea for another movie club. I watched it last year in Russian, so it'll be nice to rewatch in English. Old movies are lovely. Indeed, we may even, in general, with our movie club, I will do more research about what movies have no copyright. Because some, you know, old, some old movies, there's no copyright anymore. It expires. So those would be the best movies for our uh, book, I mean, our movie club then we don't have to worry about the copyright or anything like that. We can just do them and no worries at all. It's a Wonderful Life. But yeah, there's a lot of great movies from that time period around the you know 1940s, for example, early 50, 45 to 55. There are a lot of great American movies, um, with those kind of classic old movies. I wonder if Casablanca, that might be, a, that's a very classic movie. Uh, I'm not sure if it has a copyright, but anyway, I'll check about it. We'll do It's a Wonderful Life, though. Right now, we're doing Jerry Maguire. That does have a copyright, so I have to be careful how I do it. 
so that we're stay legal. Oh, Twitter English Club said, who gave us a super chat, how can I say thank you? My life has improved because of your effortless English lessons. Well, thank you. I'm very happy and I appreciate the donation. Thank you so much. Thank you. Killer Elite. <laughs> nice name. With Jose, is that Jose Mourinho, Mourinho in the, in the uh, profile, or is that your pro picture? If if that's you, you look a lot like Mourinho. <laughs> the time of the show is very perfect with our country. Great. Um, Sarge says, I'm not a religious person, so having an angel telling me life is wonderful when stuff has happened indicated otherwise is not very convincing. Well, you should watch the movie, first of all. The, the angel doesn't just tell him, he shows him. And second of all, um, you know, it's a, it's a weak mindset. Just, some, just because something bad happens that you focus on that. It's all about your focus. Bad things happen in life, guys. Life is tough sometimes. But if you just focus only on that and you forget to be grateful for everything that's good, well, you're being weak, you're being a wimp, you're being foolish and stupid. You know, you're still alive. And do you still have friends? Do you still have people you love? Uh, are you healthy? Maybe, maybe not. But, um, you know, we're so weak now. The mindset that, oh, my business is failing. It sucks to have uh, problems. We all have problems, okay? I've had a very stressful year myself this year. But on the other hand, I still have um, lots of wonderful, amazing things. I appreciate my parents. I appreciate my, my sister. I appreciate and am grateful for my nieces, my nephews. My wife's family are all wonderful. My wife is great and wonderful. My children, beautiful. You know, at the, I'm healthy still. I can go on and on and on and on and on to find, you know, all of these amazing things. Or just focus on the problems. I do have a couple quite very stressful problems in my life. You know, yes, it's, it sucks and sometimes we do feel bad. But you have to remember the message of this movie is don't focus on that. The guy in the movie wants to kill himself. The guy in the movie wants to kill himself because he forgets everything else. He focuses only on these problems. He forgets everything that's beautiful in his life. And we have a lot of people who do that. And it's a good movie for our time now because a lot of people now, maybe always, it's so easy to focus only on the bad stuff. Of course, bad things happen. Of course, life is tough. As Buddha said himself, you know, suffering is unavoidable in this life but so is beauty and love and goodness so don't forget those things too guys
Can we achieve happiness without anybody else? Asked Tien. Well, I think that, you know, most of the, the great teachers and saints indeed teach that that's exactly how you have to do it. That the happiness comes from within, not from others. Right? In this movie, he, why does this guy become sad and then become happy? Nothing changes in his life. Like externally, nothing changes. What changes is inside himself, he learns to appreciate what's good. It's his attitude that changes. It's his mindset that changes, right? Nothing else changes. It's the same life when he's, he's, he's trying to kill himself and then later when he's, you know, super happy. Everything's still the same. He's super happy. He still thinks his business is going to fail. He still failed to travel around. But then he becomes super, super happy. Why? You know, read Viktor Frankl, Man's Search for Meaning. Same idea. He's in a prison camp. Somehow finds meaning and purpose and even happiness. Other prisoners, you know, want to die. Why? What's the difference? It's the same situation. The situa- the the difference is mental attitude, focus, gratitude. It's inside. It's inside. Not not other people don't make you happy. Appreciating other people makes you happy, but that appreciation is something that you are doing inside of you. You know, if you you could say God, I guess, or Dharma, but essentially it's you. Okay. Francisco Burgio says, thanks for all you do. You're a good mentor. Goodbye. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Ooh. Yep. Arzen has just confirmed. Arzen says, It's a Wonderful Life is now copyright free. I just checked it. It's now public domain. Perfect. I'll do a whole course about that one. We'll do that one next, and I'll make it a, a big, long course. Uh, that's perfect for us then. And maybe I will do it on YouTube. I I could maybe contact YouTube about it. But I think if it's public domain, I could maybe do that movie club on YouTube or Facebook or wherever. We'll see. If I if, Maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah, like Preeti has a nice, it's a nice saying, don't wish it were easier, wish you were better. Lessons of life. It's another nice mindset to have in life. And look, it's, it's, uh, I know it's hard. You know, sometimes I feel terrible too, guys. But I also realize that it's, you know, it's within us and that we have to try to find the strength. We do our best, okay? Sometimes you will fail and you'll feel bad and you'll feel depressed. It happens, okay? But... Try to get out of it as soon as you can. And this is a nice mindset too. You'll find that very strong, tough people who handle difficult times well, they have this mindset. Don't wish it were easier, wish you were better, wish you were stronger. Use these hard things to be, get, become better and stronger. It just, it's, it leads to a happier life. That's the main thing.
Oh, Leonardo. Hey, Leonardo. I want to translate your book into Portuguese. I got in touch with your assistant via email. Is using a Word document okay? Uh, yeah, that's okay. Thank you very much. Just, uh, yeah, go ahead. Great. Thank you. And when you finish, just send to my assistant. We'll f figure it out. We'll get it formatted. And that, uh, thank you very much. That would be wonderful. Adam says, uh, can you recommend an app or website to chat with native speakers? Italki, I guess. Italki. Italki.com, I believe. Sarah says, it's my dream, travel around the world. Indeed, and me too. And I did I did it a lot. I will continue to do it. So I'm not I'm So again, like the the the, the message is not to forget your dreams. The message is not to you know not enjoy wonderful things in life and even small things. The message is just don't forget the big things. Don't forget the things which are most important, most meaningful. If you always remember those, if you always focus on those, then everything in life is better. If you focus on those, then when you have failures in other parts of life, you're, you're okay. You can handle the failures. And when you have successes in other parts of life, you, those successes are more sweet, more enjoyable also. So that's, I think that's one of the main messages of the movie. Yeah, like Lisa, I love the way Lisa says this. Lisa says, I think it's very important to notice the beauty in everybody and everything. Every little thing. I find every day something to be grateful for. This is the mindset. This is she that's a wonderful way to state the message of the movie. Notice the beauty in everybody and every little thing. Every day find something to be grateful for. If you think about it, you'll find many things. You make it a habit. It's a nice prayer if you if you pray. Instead of praying and asking for things, give prayers of gratitude. Thank you for. And then try to think every day. You could do it at night, at the end of the day. And, and each day, try to just think of all the things in life that you're grateful for. Even when, even when, especially when. Uh, you're having a hard time for in some areas. But still try to remember, what am I grateful for? You just ask the question, what am I grateful for? What am I grateful for? Thank you for whatever. Might be your wife, or your husband, your children, your... Maybe you had good parents. Even if your parents are, are dead, if they have died, uh, but if, if you had good parents and you appreciate that, still be grateful for them. Right? Friendships... The beauty of life, just the sky, the sun, the moon, the stars. I mean, all of these things are wonderful. One thing I like to do at night is, you know, I go to bed. I, I stay up late sometimes, take care of babies. And when they're sleeping, 
I'll just go outside and we have a balcony and I just look at the city and the lights and the, the moon and the clouds. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's, very, it's kind of quiet at that time in the city. And uh, I'm also grateful for that. It's just a wonderful, beautiful little time that I have that I'm grateful for each night. All these little things which are wonderful, which we all can find. We just have to remember to focus on them. We have to remember to be grateful for them, to be thankful for them, to notice them and remember them. Don't forget. It's easy to forget when we're busy. It's easy to forget when uh, we have some other thing in life that's, you know, that's bad, that's, that's painful, that's difficult. But don't forget. Don't forget. And I think it's a really good habit um, at some time every single day, you create a habit for maybe 15 minutes a day, every day, 15 minutes, where you think about everything you're grateful for. You could do it in writing. If you have a journal, you could sit down. Some people do it in the morning and you just, you know, drink a little coffee or tea or juice or whatever. And uh, just again, every, every single morning, write down 15 minutes. I am grateful for and then just make a list. It might be, you know, every day might be many of the things are the same. Like if you have children, you might put children every day. You say that. That's okay. doesn't have to be different every day. It can be the same. Uh, like I said, I like to do it at night. It's very quiet. I'm alone. I'm Usually I'm outside and I'll just do it. You can just do it mentally. I do it mentally where I just kind of talking and saying it, uh, you know, in my head. Um, but again, it's kind of like a prayer. Thank you, God, for. And then just think of all the things. It just reminds me. It, it's very nice. It'll change your mindset completely. Uh, especially when you're stressed out, especially when you're having a hard time. You'll still feel the stress and the pain, but it adds something a little positive and good also to your life. Alex says, how to change my life? Start my own business if my wife does not want to change anything. I need her help. Well, hmm. If Try to do it without her. You know, if, try, if, you, if it's about starting a business, you know, do it part-time. Maybe cut your hours of working, you know, work a part-time job and then use the extra time to do your business and don't involve your wife. Just do it yourself. Make a decision. Take action. Be the leader by taking action. That's my best advice. I find many times it's easier just to do instead of trying to convince other people. Uh, you know, my favorite American writer, Thoreau, he said this also, that like he's, he was talking about going on a trip, if you're going to go travel, if you're going to go on a journey. He said, if you go alone, you can leave any time. But if you try to bring someone, bring a friend, if you try to bring another person, well, then you have to try to negotiate with them and convince them and figure out a time when they will go and maybe they change their mind or maybe they don't want to go and it, it, it it's a big difficult effort if you have to bring other people so he's kind of saying just go and of course it's a metaphor it's a metaphor for life in general that if you have some big thing you want to do like start a business if you try to 
involves someone else. Some people think they need a business partner. Well, now everything becomes more difficult. Now you have to convince them to do it. You have to hope they're good. But if you just do it yourself, you can start the day. You can just take action and do it now. So I quite like that, that just do it. Don't, don't wait for other people. Take action and do it. And then when you take action and you do things, then many times people will follow you. People later will follow you. Oh, they'll see that you are doing it and then you don't need to convince them. You don't need to persuade them because now your actions persuade them. Your success persuades them. And I did this traveling. I learned, I, I followed this exact advice in the past where I used to, I wanted to travel and travel around the world when I was young. And at first I would talk to other people, a friend, do you want to travel? But I realized, ah, then they would say, I don't know. And, uh, and it would, would never happen. So finally I just did it. I traveled. I went to India. I started traveling my, by myself alone. And then my friends saw me doing this, and eventually they did join me. Eventually, a couple friends would say, oh, I want to go on a trip with you, right? So many times, instead of talking, just take action. Don't worry about what other people think. Don't try to get other people to agree. Just do it yourself. Ilse Naranjol says, AJ, you're the best teacher in the whole world. Thanks for everything you have done for your followers. Thank you, Ilse. It's very nice. Yeah, you know, like um, Sarah says, this is kind of reminds me of a Zen story. In my country, if something happened to someone, we say, you don't know what's best. Maybe this is the best. Indeed, there's this long kind of uh, Zen Buddhist story about, or I guess it's a Taoist story, actually. I think it's actually originally a Taoist story. But essentially, it's the same idea. It's about this farmer and like something happens and he thinks it's bad. And he comes, oh, maybe it's, and everyone says, it's bad, it's bad. And he says, I don't know, maybe. And then something else happens and because of the bad thing, now he has good luck. And they, everyone says, it's good, it's good. And he says, oh, maybe, right? And the story just keeps going where, and the message of the story is you never really know if it's good or bad. Sometimes something seems bad, but then later you, it actually has a good result, <laughs> right? Sometimes in the short term, something seems bad, and, but later we realize, oh, actually it was good. And the opposite, too. Sometimes in the short term, something we think it's good. Oh, good luck. But then later we realize, actually, that was bad. It, it actually, long term. So this is a good point. It's, the message of the story is to basically, like the, in the Taoist story, is to just not get, not get too high, not get too low about what happens in life. Because you never really know the long term result.
<laughs> Poor Candy. Candy said, I just left English class because the, te- the teacher was not good. He did not respect his students, including me. I gave my opinion and received an excessive reaction from him. I'm so angry. Well, Candy, it's okay. You know, <sighs> take a deep breath and realize you don't need a teacher. You don't need it. You've got it for this English. You've got podcasts. You've got books. You're an independent learner. You don't need to go to a class. Okay? You can do everything yourself at home more cheaply, much more cheaply, and more effectively. So just, you know, enjoy being an independent learner. You are now free candy. Congratulations to you. No more classes. No more schools. Don't need it. Yeah, Sarah, with another good point. Every time I see, when I see someone who's sick, I'm grateful for my own health and life. And that's also true. We can, when we, we see others, uh, we can kind of realize that, well, many other people have a harder time than we do. Maybe you have a hard time now, something bad, but you can easily find other people who have a much more difficult time. This can also sometimes make you realize, ah, I'm still grateful. It could be worse. <laughs> Ah, Florina says, I listen to your podcast every day, every single day for two hours. Thank you so much. Thank you, Florina. Fantastic. Wow. Two hours a day. Very good. Yeah, Mustafa has like an idiom that connects to the idea I was talking about. A blessing in disguise. A blessing in disguise. That's right. A blessing in disguise. I'll give you a little example of a blessing in disguise. So, blessing in disguise... Disguise means that first you think something is bad. Something happens to you. You think it's a bad result. Oh, it's terrible. But actually, it's a blessing in disguise. It means actually long term, it's a blessing. It's something wonderful. It's actually good luck, but you don't realize it. I'll give you an example, a very common example. You're, let's say you're a guy, a young man. You're dating a girl and... Oh, you love her so much. Oh, she's so great. Ah, and she breaks up with you. She leaves you, finds another guy. And you cry and you feel terrible. And oh, oh, you think this is the worst, most terrible thing in the whole world. It's the worst thing. It's so bad. But actually, it's a blessing in disguise. Why? Because later you meet a different girl who's much, much better than the first girl. And then you realize, oh, that first girl, she was not so good. She was not very, she was not honest. She was not so 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 kind. You were so in love and crazy. You didn't really see the bad things so much. But later you meet this other girl who's so much better, so much kinder, more more wonderful. And you realize, "Ah, oh, it's a blessing in disguise. Thank God the first girl broke up with me. Thank God because if you if she didn't, maybe you would still be with the first girl and, and much less happy. Right? Of course, same for girls and boys. It doesn't matter. Uh, but this is a common thing. Very common thing. I mean, in my own life, I can. this happened to me a couple times. So, you in the 
moment, a lot of young people, this happens to them, right? Their first love. And they think, oh, my first love, it's the most, oh, it's the big tragedy. And only later, years later, do they realize, oh, it's a bless- it was a blessing in disguise. Thank God she broke up with me. Thank God he left me because now I'm better. But in the moment, at that moment, in, the, t- in the, the short term, it feels like a disaster. So that's a blessing in disguise. It's disguised as a disaster, but in fact, it's a blessing. Oh, this is cool. Lisa says, in the last few days, I've had a very nice Skype conversations with some effortless English members. Charged me up so much. I'm very grateful for their extra time they gave me. See, good. Get on Gab. Get on my Gab. Join the Effortless English group. Meet other people. Great to hear that this is happening, Lisa. Good, 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 good. Very good. Here's some nice vocabulary use. <laughs> to describe what we're saying. Integrity is the practice of being honest, showing a consistent and uncompromising adherence to strong moral and ethical principles and values. Indeed. What does this mean? It means, integrity means being, being consistently good, consistently moral, trying at least. We, we, we're human, but we do our best. A lot of stuff says, in Russia, it's not possible to start a business if you're married and your wife or husband doesn't agree. Really? Legally? You can't do that? That seems insane. Well, in that case, get a divorce. And if you have children, then maybe not. But um, that's that's quite an interesting law. I've never... That sounds uh, quite strange to me. Hmm. The law says some people don't like to be defeated. Their egos are high. They don't accept any idea of failure. How to direct their way into the right side. Let them fail. <laughs> you know, you don't always have to. I don't know. It depends if someone you really, really care about do your best. But otherwise, don't worry about it. Focus on yourself and, and let them just let them make mistakes it takes too much energy trying to manage other people this is why I don't this is why I'm a bad manager guys I've told you before I'm a bad manager I like to inspire and motivate people but I do not like managing people's behavior trying to force them to behave or to do certain things I don't like it it's too much energy it to do this most people don't want to do it I like to let people do what they want. And if people want to be foolish, I let them be foolish. Of course, it's not not my own children. But, you know, other people, they're not in my direct family. If they want to be foolish, I don't waste a lot of time trying to stop them. It's their life. They have free will, right? Adults have free will. All adults have free will. And so... They are free to be stupid. <laughs> They're free to make mistakes. They're free to be wrong. And uh, 
If they're not bothering you, just let them do it. Yeah, Malky David is a nice way to say it. In my country, we say, I'm grateful I can breathe. All the rest is a bonus. Indeed, right? You're grateful to be alive. Grateful to be alive. Everything else is extra. Everything else is a gift. Just being alive is a gift. You could be dead, and we all will be someday. So right now, let's all be grateful just for being alive. That's a gift right there. Vladimir says, this is a nice story. It's, oh, Thich Nhat Hanh or Thich Han <laughs> Buddhist monk. He says, Vladimir says, I hated to wash dishes. One day, AJ told a story about a monk who did uh, work as an art. Now I change my attitude towards work. I do it and listen to podcasts at the same time. I'm happy. Right, exactly. Uh, that when you do something with mindfulness and appreciation, you can make it into a pleasant activity, even washing dishes, even cleaning your house, right? A lot of it is about our mindset. I got crazy babies in the other room. What are those crazy babies doing? Oh, they're sleepy. Oh, babies become crazy when they're sleepy. <laughs> yeah, like Saif says, I think God has created much for us on this planet. We ought to be satisfied, I think. Well said. It's a good way to say it, too. Be grateful for what we are all given. Instead of, you know, it's too easy to envy others. Oh, someone else has more than I do. More money, more something. They look, they're more handsome, whatever. They're stronger. And when we do that, we forget that we have already everything we need to be happy. That we have wonderful gifts, right? It's, it's crazy to envy other people. Because those people you envy, they also have problems. They also have weaknesses and difficulties that you don't have. You don't see them. If you don't know them well, you maybe don't see them. Like some rich person it's in the news. They only show the good side. So you think, oh, wonderful, they're a billionaire, they have all this money, or they're famous. Look, they're famous. Everybody loves them and follows them around. But you don't see their private life where they have a lot of very tough things in their life. And they're maybe not very happy. So don't envy others. Hey, Obrag, just want to say a congratulations here. AJ, thank you. Now I'm starting my own business. I have started my own business. I'm working on myself and starting an online business. Thank you, AJ. My best coach ever. That is really good news. I, I always very happy to hear anyone starting their own business. Good luck to you. I wish you great success. Nice photo, your profile picture. It looks like you are on a motorcycle. Nice.
All right, I think we're going to stop there. And that's all for today. Tomorrow, uh, I'll just do a normal show tomorrow. No book club yet. Uh, I still don't know what book to do next. I'm thinking our next book. It might be The Hobbit. Uh, and Gab, uh, who was it? I have to look again. I can't remember, but uh, a few people have voted for The Hobbit, J.R.R. Tolkien. A nice light book. It's fiction. I have very good memories of The Hobbit from my childhood. Uh, that could be a good one. Maybe we'll do The Hobbit as our next book club. I'm not sure. I'm maybe I'm thinking about it. If you have another suggestion for a positive book that makes us feel good, good messages, then on Gab, again, give me your suggestion. Right now, I'm thinking maybe The Hobbit will be our next book club book. I just thought maybe A Christmas Carol, Dickens. That's another possibility. Classic Christmas story. Charles Dickens, originally, it was a story by Dickens. Um, Dickens might be a bit difficult with vocabulary. That's the only problem. I need to, I, I actually don't remember how difficult it is. Um, but anyway, that's another possibility. So The Hobbit, maybe. A Christmas Carol, maybe. If you have another idea, please tell me. Okay, well, thank you so much. Lots of, and hopefully, Sunday, we go back and we start again with Jerry Maguire. We have missed, what, two weeks now of the movie club. I, I apologize. I was so, so, so busy. So hopefully, this coming Sunday, we... Start doing the movie club again. All right, guys. Lots of love to you. As always, join my VIP program at EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com and commit. Don't quit. EffortlessEnglishClub.com. Lots of love to you.